here in the heart of the jungle, we find one of the most interesting creatures of its kind. Amazon PPC Advertising. Buried deep amongst the undergrowth with its campaigns and targeting, lay hazards like keywords without conversions, unprofitable ad spend, and a mountain of ever-evolving complexity. But if you look beyond the obstacles of life here, there is hope and opportunity. We will journey to every corner of Amazon ads to explore and share the greatest treasures the jungle has to offer. This is the Amazon PPC Den podcast. What's going on, Badger Nation? Welcome to the PPC Den podcast, your home for all things Amazon advertising tips, tricks, strategies, and jokes about Amazon advertising. Uh, today, I am very privileged to be joined by my dear friend, Brent, talented, smart agency owner from AMZ Pathfinder. Brent, I heard you, um, can, I, can I share this info? I heard you uh, woke up in Paris this morning. Well, That's you live right. in France, which is less exciting. I mean, you you're live in France anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you make it sound like it was an accident. No, <laughs> yes. waking up in Paris is the way to wake up, I feel. Is the way to wake up. Actually, I had a very lucky spell, so I hadn't been there in close to two years, thanks to COVID and everything, but I was mm-hmm. there for both business and fun, having lunches and dinners, all kinds of nice people from our industry and uh, friends in the town. And um, yeah, I got a lucky spell. Weather was nice, sunny but cold. And now I'm back here down south in Montpelier, my home. But I did wake up there this morning. So it's been a whirlwind of a day. It's a long train ride. Well, thank you so much for being here. Did you start your morning with coffee and a croissant on a balcony looking at the sunrise over the Eiffel Tower? (laughs) If not, I don't want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no comment. Um, uh, Brent, I'm super stoked to have you here. Also, side note for the uh, listeners who really pay attention, we both have... DC shirts on today. Shout out to uh, Dan and Ian for connecting us, I think, originally many, many That's years right. ago. That's right. Uh, DC Secret Club, which we can say no more about right now. Uh, but we've got a great episode lined up for you today. Uh, this is a cool little episode. We do these kinds of episodes sometimes. I think we did an episode like this many moons ago talking about updates to like campaign types. Um, I think we did an episode like that where we were just like looking at new features of sponsored display or something like that. I think it was the bidding adjustments for sponsored products or something. Something. Based on we, rules. Yeah. So it's always important to like look at the new updates that are happening in Amazon advertising. Look at them. Digest them. And when you are involved in like making so many episodes, it allows you to sort of look at things with a really refined lens. So that is what we are here to do with you today, dear listener. Uh, We're going to be looking at some of the news from Amazon advertising, specifically related to bulk operations files, bulk files, bulk op files, um, bulk sheets files, whatever the name uh, you call it is, but basically the way to manage Amazon advertising with spreadsheets. It is more of an intermediate and advanced topic, but because we have so many intermediate and advanced uh, business owners, FBAers, Amazon marketers, freelancers, all agency people, all those good things, and potentially just some random people that thought this was some kind of a podcast about 
uh, wild animals. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be looking at some of these new bulk file uh, updates, sharing our take on it, uh, and some ways for you to get some value out of it. Uh, and with that, let's jump into some big principles first. Alrighty, one thing we wanted to do, uh, Brent, is just talk about big principles before we get down to the nitty gritty. I'm a big fan of principles in general. Uh, I actually just started reading Ray Dalio, Principles for a Changing World Order. Seems timely. It's amazing. Have you have you ever read Ray Dalio's first book, uh, like other book, Principles? I've seen I've seen presentations by him. Uh, I haven't yeah. read any of his books, but it's probably on my list. I think it's probably a good good shout. <laughs> yeah, really interesting stuff. But anyway, I'm inspired now to do some of these big principles first as we go through it. I'll share some. You could share some of yours. But I think my first principle is, if you are in the world of digital marketing in any form, uh, website design, anything like social media, obviously we are in Amazon advertising, but if you are working online, you need to dedicate some time to stay up to date with things. Uh, anyone listening to this is already doing it because that's what the purpose of this goal. It's for, you know, me personally, uh, to like be touching these things and presenting them and sharing them. So definitely dedicate time as part of your normal routine to stay up to date with things, make life easier. Shout out to this podcast. Just listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, you need systems to update your systems. It's meaning if you have created systems for your company to operate in the world of Amazon advertising, you need time to update your system. So like learn how is my system changing so that I'm implementing the new things and doing it right. I can't tell you how many Amazon advertisers I meet and like 95% of their knowledge is just on sponsored products. Um, like they're using their systems from, you know, 24 months ago where like they're, they are deep into sponsored products, but haven't touched on the other campaign types. Um, so that's an example of like an out of date system. So like make time to update your systems. And like these, those are some principles that I wanted to share. Yeah. The way I think about it, Mike is actually like <clears throat> the ground is shifting underneath us constantly in this industry, which is part of what makes it so exciting. And uh, I personally think in engaging, you know, and that might be tiring for some people who yeah. would prefer to be somewhere where things don't change and they know, Oh, okay. I learned this five years ago or I got my university degree in this, you know, Hey, a good example is a doctor, like human body evolves very, very slowly. <laughs> pancreas mm -hmm. is a pancreas. Uh, mm -hmm. and there's new medical breakthroughs and everything, I'm sure, but those fundamentals right. aren't going to change. But for us, the ground is moving and, you know, we can either telegraph, you know, receive telegraphs from Amazon, you know, by what they're doing, right? Oh, we're doing this, we're doing that. If we have a connection there or some kind of connection with Amazon, but also just watch their movement. You know, what's that, what's that phrase? Like watch their feet, not their mouths. So it's Ooh, interesting to see one. what Amazon's doing when they actually are doing, you know, releasing things. This bulk file update is a big one because they really changed a lot. Actually, it's it totally, it's a different animal. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, an easy way to think of it is they haven't updated the bulk file format in a while. Ever? Um, <laughs> Has it ever been updated? Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't updated it for a very long time. And basically, if I could summarize this in 10 seconds, they've just incorporated a lot of the new features, uh, new specifically a sponsored display, some sponsored brand stuff and some sponsored product stuff, predominantly sponsored display. They just baked a lot of those updates from the last one to two years into the new bulk file format. So that's really nice. And again, Personally, my principle when it comes to bulk files is I still believe that there is no better way to create campaigns quickly and at scale. Um, 
because it allows you to build it in any format that you want, any structure that you want based off your exact product catalog. Uh, so I, I think it's, if for nothing else, if anyone, I think there's better ways to do like bit optimization than using a bulk file. So I, I think there's better yeah. ways to do other things, but I think bulk sheets still takes the cake for creating campaigns. So if for nothing else, familiarize yourself with creating campaigns using the bulk files format. And I think it will save you time, especially if you have a high skew count. Uh, if you've got a lot of SKUs, I think like, honestly, it becomes useful maybe at the 25 SKU mark, maybe at the 20 SKU mark. Like, I don't think it, you don't need thousands of SKUs in order for bulk sheets to become worth it for you to learn these things. And as you talked about briefly before starting is, you know, one campaign, three campaigns, or yeah, you could probably build that through the interface. If you're talking about 10, 15, 20, that's the time in which it's probably smarter for you to invest the energy and effort to learn how to do it properly through bulk files. It's very well documented in yeah. order to build them out at true scale. And that's where you're, 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 maybe you'll even build a macro. We've done that at Pathfinder, for, at least for the last version, not for this new one yet, but for the mm -hmm. last one, we have a macro that helps with that or, you have some other team who has uh, templates that they use to do it at scale. And the last part I'll, I'll leave with that is there's no software that, that I know of that can build campaigns at scale, but in a way that is very flexible and customizable. I mean, your own tool uh, does, does single keyword ad groups, right? Which is very helpful. And I think that that's great. I know other tools that do similar things. We've used tools in the past that have tried to do them at scale. Can't say I've had a lot of success with it. Maybe there's one out there, but a lot of them are using what I would call a prescriptive method of building campaigns where they're saying, this is the way our software does it. And if you don't like it, well, then you have to build it yourself some other way. Too bad, you know? Yeah. That's part of the reason why we, we don't want to force people into one particular campaign structure build out. So that was always a consideration of ours because um, so many different SKU types and skew characteristics you know some people have a lot of parent children other people just have so many of them and there's different things maybe they don't want to advertise everything so there's a lot of considerations to make when doing campaign structure build outs and bulk files are one way to do it with all of that said let's jump into what this update actually is uh, some of the most meaningful updates um, as well as how to really stay on top of them and really take time as an extension after you listen to this podcast so with that let's jump in to what these updates are. Alrighty, moving on to these updates. So let's just go rapid fire, ping pong back and forth. Um, one meaningful update, uh, the first one that I'll talk about is they've, I, I wanna say added a whole bunch of new columns for you, um, but they've got three key ones that are worth mentioning first. These three columns, they're new, sort of column one, two, and three, which you'll have almost every time you do anything here, is they added a product field. And what they mean by that is like ad product, which is good vocabulary here. So like what kind of ad product are you using? Mm -hmm. um, so they want you to label sponsored product, sponsored brand, sponsored display, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, the next column is the entity uh, which is, makes a lot of sense too. Is like, is it a campaign that you're working with? Is it an ad group? Is it a keyword? Is it a target? So on and so forth. And then the last column uh, of the new ones is in operations. So are you creating it? Are you updating it? Are you archiving it? So a good example of this is I want to create a new sponsored brand. So you would do sponsored brand in the first column. You would do campaign in the next column, and then you would do create in the next column. So I think these three ones are are like key in your understanding of like organizing every row of your bulk sheet. So 
I think these columns are, are, are good to have. And I think anytime you get like one of these sort of guiding columns that helps you keep everything else organized. So if you can nail those three, it's a great entry point into understanding bulk files because you know, like, just ask yourself, what am I going to be doing? Well, let's say you wanted to change a keyword bid for sponsored brands. So the first column would be sponsored brands. The next one would be keyword. The next one would be update. So like that allows you to just really stay organized in that way. So those three columns I think are really helpful. Yeah, it's a foundation for everything else in the new format. And one thing I'll point out is that when you actually download a bulk file in the new beta format here, the uh, columns A and B, the product and entity, are already filled in. But column C, the operation, is blank because that operation is you describing to the system when you re-upload it what action you intend to take. So uh, that's really helpful because I think in the past I've unintentionally taken actions with bulk files by doing something because it was unclear to me, like maybe I put it in the wrong row or you know screwed up the formatting in some system in some fashion and then it would you know take action. But with this, you're being extremely explicit about what you want to do. There's three options and you have to put something in there. And I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but if you put nothing in there, it's not going to try to take any of those actions, right? It's not going to do it. It needs to know what it's doing, yeah. 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 Also, you brought up a phenomenal point. Uh, it's it's probably should have been one of the principles here. But like a great way to see some of the changes of the new bulk file is to just download a new bulk file. And you'll see your campaigns in all of their glory in a bulk file. Um, so that's a phenomenal way to see some of these new rows. So, you know, as we were prepping for this episode, like that's what you should do. Like if nothing else, go to your bulk file section, which you see on the left side. So like you mouse over sponsored ads, uh, you click on it and then there's a bulk operations tab after you first click on sponsored ads, do that and download a bulk file. And I would say uncheck everything. So they have an exclude area when you download a bulk file, unclick everything to include everything. So you can see what it looks like in mass and then just download that, create a spreadsheet for download and then just take a look at what it will look like. And which I think, so I think that's a great way to familiarize yourself with all these new columns. Uh, Cause there's too many to mention here, but if you just download a bulk file, you'll see all the additional columns that you have. Uh, you know, audience, you'll see new audience targeting, numbers and all these good things. Uh, you'll see brand asset data, IDs, but we'll get to that. So I think that's an important principle. Like if nothing else, go and download a bulk file and just see what it looks like, which is a great way to interact with this stuff. Yeah, you can even look at them next to each other on a big enough monitor or two monitors. And if you're familiar with what it looks like from the original format, it's much easier for you to compare to the new one, compare and contrast. Yeah. So what are the updates do we have here? One that really stood out to me, uh, I'm not sure if this is exactly in order, but I, I really, I really like it, is basically some of the new metrics that they provided in the columns. Or by new, I mean new to bulk files. We all knew what these were before. <laughs> but yeah. click-through rate, conversion rate, and ROAS. I think those are the three new ones. Right. You know, conversion rate, uh, Amazon seems to have a love-hate relationship with it. Yeah. Sometimes they list it for certain things, sometimes they don't, but it is finally here in our bulk download. So if you have any kind of analysis that you like to do where you want to look at conversion rate in mass and you are using bulk files, well, now you can do that, uh, which is pretty nice. So Mike, a quick exercise for us. Raise your hand if you have a macro or have had in the past a system to make those metrics appear in bulk files, even though they're not there natively. 
<laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So now they just give it to us. We don't have to do that anymore, which is great. Yes, I love it. Um, so that's really neat to be able to get that in there. Another interesting thing too. So I'm always, I really like things that make other things easier. I really like an easy, tiny domino to push that will make future larger dominoes easier uh, to use some momentum and inertia. So like, that's why I liked the first three columns that I mentioned, because it helps cue you up for the other operations that you'll want to do. What I also think is neat is they changed record ID, which used to be this strange thing. It'd be this big string of numbers. And then it's like, you wouldn't exactly know what the record ID is referring to until later. What I think is neat here is that it's changed to like individual IDs for different things. Meaning if you're gonna be working with a campaign, then you'll have a campaign ID. If you're working with like a portfolio, it'll have a portfolio. ID, or if you're working with the ad group, it'll have an ad group ID, keyword ID, all these different things. It'll just helps keep you a little organized, uh, which I really like. So what's cool about it is you will see a product ID, like a, a keyword ID, when you're looking at a row for a keyword, um, which I think is really nice. So it's just another way to keep things a little bit more organized which i'm a i'm a fan of so like you have a better sense of like where you are now so that's like one of these easy simple dominoes that once you realize it it just makes everything else a little bit easier that's a really good one mike and you know what i um i noticed looking at it just before the call that we also have ids for things like drafts so you pointed this out like sponsored brands has a draft you can make a draft you don't necessarily have to ship it you know you don't have to make it live but even the draft has a draft id uh, which is really, which is really cool. And you know, looking at these for the campaign IDs in particular, working with various software providers over the years, I've always asked them to help us rename campaigns uh, and ad groups at scale. Which is yeah, spoiler alert, something we'll get to here in a second. But you know, when they do that, we have this campaign ID come out, and so I'm familiar with that from working with them and that through the API. So this is like part of what Amazon says, which is like this bulk file is bringing brought to parity with features in the API. These two things are looking a lot more similar. And this uh, record ID is kind of like them exposing that. I'm sure you'd probably see or feel the same sure. from being, you know, development work. Yeah, exactly. So like, I mean, let's just get to it. One of the coolest updates here is that you can change campaign or ad group names in bulk at this point, which is the coolest thing here. Huge, uh, absolutely huge. Right. So like, if you know like some spreadsheet work and if you don't know concatenate i can never say this word concatenate concatenate right? yeah uh, <laughs> that's a tough yes one. so if you don't know what that function is uh it's phenomenal for like putting a suffix at the end of a campaign so if you wanted to like just tag a whole bunch of different campaigns with like extra words at the end of it maybe sp for sponsored products you can now like if you know your spreadsheet work but basically you can change campaign names in mass which is super nice and that's probably the best feature of this update so like if you have a whole if you have messy campaign names like that's one of the first things that no excuse no excuse there's no excuse (laughs) not anymore no it's so easy now it's one of my favorite things to do like if i'm auditing a campaign or checking in on somebody's account i always look at like that's an incredible health metric (laughs) like do you have consistent clear campaign naming and if you do you are probably going to be in pretty good shape. Like that's that's a good leading indicator. Oh, for sure. That like sure. somebody's paying attention. It, things are organized. Um, so yes, 
campaign name. Yeah, we call it account hygiene, basically, you know? Yeah. And how did that relate to, the, uh, you know, the, the tech behind it? Is that the campaign has an ID, which is a string of numbers that doesn't change. Like the computer reads that. But then now the campaign name can be whatever you want it to Beautiful. be. Which is really nice. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it's for humans and computers, which is the important nexus here. <laughs> Yes. And uh, if you need some philosophies on organizing your campaign names, we can link to that in the show notes here because we've got a good episode on that. Um, So yeah, you can update campaign names. Never thought the day would come. And here it is. So another thing, Mike, that you noticed is commas and symbols are not available for numbers. So 50% or you and I might be quite inclined to put a percentage sign in the back is just 50. Okay. No, no percentage sign needed. Uh, it's actually it's actually really nice. <laughs> yeah, so that that way your your spreadsheet formatting isn't all wonky. Right. Again, this is another one of those cool things. Part of the reason you won't get confused is because if you're changing something, you'll know what the entity is. So, like if you're changing a bid, you'll know that the number is going to be like the dollar amount. If you're updating uh, a placement, it will be like a percentage. So, like those kinds of things super helpful so the context is already established it's not necessary to reiterate it with the symbols yeah jumping into another really really big area is just sponsored display the sponsored display is relatively new in the world of amazon advertising and so the old bulk file wasn't integrated with sponsored display however when you download like when you go and you download your bulk file now which is the first thing you should do to acquaint uh, like acquaint yourself with all this stuff you'll notice so many extra columns that you hadn't seen before the example that you had in your spreadsheet like how far right did it go like how many columns were we looking at in the old version for a sponsor display uh, in the new in the new version oh gosh version. it was uh well you know how excel loops around so i think it was like a ac yeah. or ad i could i could check but it was a, it was a massive amount of columns and I was out of my depth. <laughs> I was like, oh boy, I don't know what half of these are. Yeah, so many new sponsor display columns that we didn't have before. Um, so it lists all kinds of things like audience targeting IDs. So this is a really helpful thing. You can now create campaigns and ad groups using audience targeting ID, product targeting IDs. So this is very frustrating. If you download an existing sponsored display campaign. Uh, and let's say it's audience targeting. Uh, let's say you've got filters like five stars and up or whatever, uh, or let's say you've got some kind of category product targeting type thing. And you download that spreadsheet of an already existing campaign, you'll see all of that stuff. Uh, however, if you try to create it, you won't know it until it actually gets created. So you have to create the things inside Amazon first then you can download it and see the actual individual audience targeting mm-hmm. IDs, and then you can create new ones based off that same audience mm-hmm. targeting. Yeah, so, so it's kind of this kind of, kind of this wonky workaround. Yeah, I mean, it's it, I feel like it's kind of unavoidable though, because what's the other solution? They have a wizard that helps you pick one, and it's not clear, but it's it's something. I would, lo- I would yeah, I would love a wizard uh, <laughs> that I can just type it in. That way, like I'll just know the the ID. Uh, it's kind of strange that it doesn't have like the full. Mm. There's no place I can go get a full summary. Like I should, I should be able to just download a spreadsheet of like every category ID, which is really nice. One can dream. Maybe version three. I know. I, I correct know. myself, by the way, with the uh, sponsored display. It goes all the way to A N. So that's serious stuff. <laughs> yes. Another really really great update is when an error occurs, none of the changes are implemented 
Whereas the old format, some would be implemented and some wouldn't, which would make it very difficult to work with. Because like, what actually changed? What didn't change? So this is really neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you, you pointed this one out. I did, but shout out to Liz. Uh, Liz, a friend mm-hmm. of the show, bulk file queen. Absolutely phenomenal with these things. Uh, she brought this up on a discussion I had recently where she was involved. And I thought, oh man, that's so cool. I wrote it right down and remembered it for this call. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the conceit behind that, Mike, is like, first of all, when you're using column C, you're saying exactly what operation you want done. But if there's an error, and there's going to be errors, bulk files are complicated. Um, Basically, you uh, you don't have to go back and guess which things are applied. Oh, wait, I missed this one, but that one had an error. Oh, gosh, which ones are actually active? Uh, especially if you miss like one and, and all the rest of them are applied, but then one is not frustrating. Somewhat related to that is when you are downloading your bulk sheet, you could exclude a particular campaign type. Like you can exclude if you don't want to look at your sponsored products and you only want to look at your sponsored brands you could exclude sponsored products and sponsored display and only look at sponsored brands. So it allows you to you know, clean up your optimization flow by excluding certain campaign types, which is a nice little bonus. You know, if you were running that filter after the fact, like in your spreadsheet program, mm-hmm. you're running the filter. You can now do it ahead of time. It makes life a little bit easier. Yeah, because we used to delete those tabs if we didn't want to make mistakes, but now they just don't show up. Yes. Um, so as we sort of wrap up here, and thank you so much, dear listener, for listening to a podcast about spreadsheets, <laughs> um, props to you. Um, the thing that I will say, and we'll link to it in our show notes, which is basically like a two-step action plan for you. Like one, go and download the new bulk file. Look around. It's not that intimidating. With the new labels, you'll be able to much better understand what each row is telling you. Like that's the first action item. The second action item is to try to create some campaigns. So if you've been putting off creating sponsored brand keyword targeting campaigns, that's a really easy one to get started mm. with. So like create some new sponsored brands. And the reason why that's easy, because you don't need like audience IDs or product targeting IDs, which is nice for categories. Um, but the way to get acquainted with that is in the show notes, we'll link to the actual documentation from Amazon. You should know where this documentation lives. That way, when you're creating it, you can like follow along. So it'll say like sponsored brands, campaign creation columns that you need. So it'll walk you through like what you need to write for your first column and your second and your third. And then eventually you'll get to columns like, you know, enter the keywords that you want in the ad group. So it's a really, really great way to get comfortable with it. So I'd leave you with that action item. It's in the show notes. The URL is really long. Otherwise, I'd read it right here. But just go check out the show notes. Final thoughts on the new bulk sheets updates, Brent. As it's gotten dark in your window as uh, over the course of this episode. Evening has fallen here, yeah. I, my, my, only, my only last thought is really, uh, I, I'm a big fan of the new format for the simplicity. And I think that they use some kind of like first principles thinking to restructure it in a, in a big way. So in my mind, it really is a 2.0. It's not like a 1.1 or a 1.5. It's really a clean break. And I, th- I think they'll support the legacy one for a while, but I would expect that you know eventually this is the way it's gonna be. Maybe they'll make some small tweaks. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know of any reason to use the old one right now. Just learning the new one. Yeah, unless you're having massive issues with it. But I've really been pushing our yeah. team to try try the new one, especially for renaming. Is our biggest use case as an agency right now? Just hey, if, no excuse for having sloppily named campaigns and even ad groups, none whatsoever. Go change those. Yeah. Um, furthermore, the oh, last yeah. thing I was going to say, the documentation you talk about linking to, it's surprisingly well written and clear. So kudos to whoever yes. at Amazon did that. Good job. Props. <laughs> Major props. 
Yes. Well, Brent, thank you so much for traveling around the French countryside to sit at your desk and record a podcast, Amazon Advertising, Bulk Sheets, the world is better for no it. No problem. Uh, we appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Yes, have a good one, Brent. Brent from AMZ Pathfinder. It's always a privilege. Can't wait to have you back. Have a good one.